we are about two weeks in right now. Um, every team has played like eight, nine, ten games. Um, so we're kind of we're we might be past the like really unsustainable stuff. Um, you know, well, there's still team. maybe a little. Yeah, bit there's there's guess. some left, but every team has at least played a bad team, a team among their level, and a team that's better than them. So yeah, we are at the point sure. where you can actually start to predict some stuff based on what we've seen. And, um, injuries aside, there are some teams that are playing really well that we want to talk about. And there are some teams that are disappointed that we're also going to talk about. So we have about six or seven teams that we're going to get, a, that we're going to get into. Um, but I'm going to start with the Cavs who have not lost since opening night where um, to the Raptors, where they lost by two on opening night, uh, where Garland went out like 15 minutes of the game. He had an eye injury, and then he returned with the Celtics. They have beaten the Celtics twice in a row, um, which is kind of uncommon with the good teams. Usually don't see uh, one contender beating the other um, in like a duplex-type series that we've gotten the past couple of years. Um, I like it. I like that. Yeah. So uh, – they are second in the East behind only behind the one team that we're going to talk to next, talk about next. Um, but it really starts with Donovan Mitchell. He was carrying the load the, the whole time Garland was out. The effort level on defense is way, way higher than it was last year. And he's, he's spoken publicly about this um, a couple of times and just has, has said, like, I wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, especially in the, the Dallas series and the opening round where Brunson was kind of beating him off the dribble and Luca obviously when the switch Probably was wasn't there. even trying, yeah, I think just... Yeah, it was like a turnstile, then like Gobert stuck up for you and just kind of like we know we know how that series went. Um, and he's come out and is is navigating screens well. He's he's able to, you know, put some ball pressure, uh, which was the worry with this team because you have Mobley and Allen, um, where it's like if you're thinking there's a pick and roll and it's Mobley's man involved. And then you've got Mitchell up top. If he's actually defending the ball, not only do you have Allen playing behind Mobley, sort of protecting the rim on the backside, you also have Mobley who's either playing in the drop or doing whatever coverage because he can do them all. So it's really hard to score on this team. Um, they are, they are the number two defense right now. If you go by defensive rating, which is the standard. Uh, seventh best offense uh, per 100 possessions. Um, Mitchell's just, I mean, he's dunking on everyone too. Like every every time I see yeah. those clips on Instagram where it's like top 10 dunks of the week, it's he has like three of them. Um, right. He just looks like the, the pull-up is there. Uh, he looks, I mean, he's he's the beneficiary of, of just a much like more well-structured team that he was playing, that he's playing on now opposed to the Jazz. Um, yep. And the, the sort of the relationship between him and Garland is interesting. Um, Garland last year uh, sort of was forced to be more of a scorer than you would have liked because they just had nobody else for a while. They had, it was basically Mobley and Allen being offensive finishers and just cleaning up everything on defense. And then Garland sort of running the show um, offensively. And now it's like a take turns kind of thing. Both of them are really good catch and shoot shooters. Both of them can make plays off the dribble, um, and it allows Garland to get back to that playmaking role as uh, a true point guard, which is what he wants to be and what he should be. 
And once he once he's been back from injury, they looked really good against the Celtics um, in what was the best game of the year so far, probably, where Tatum ties it with the Duncan regulation. Um, Mitchell hit a huge shot near the end. And yeah, I mean, those those are your four guys right there. It's been Mitchell Garland, Bobby and Allen. There's there's been some other contributors. Uh, what, what have you what have you liked from what you've seen so far? And what's the <clears throat> what's different from last year besides Mitchell? Well, um, unfortunately, I, I think Mitchell is sort of the, the big difference maker, right? Yeah. Um, that is sort of the answer that you got to give. Um, but, yeah, I think overall it just feels like the offense has um, a few more, like, I guess, options than what it was kind of going through last year where, like, I still felt like they were generating so many good looks last year. Um, but, you know, you're kind of relying on j- just shooters that weren't as good. Now you sort of have Mitchell to take pressure off. You're not living and dying by the three as often. You have guys that can penetrate Levert sort of the same way where they can kind of live in the mid-range, get to the rim easily. Um, and so that's kind of taking the pressure off some of these shooters a little bit. Um, they've gotten, you know, some outline or outlier shooting performances too. Um, you had Kevin Love going crazy. I think it was in the second half of their match uh, against the Knicks, I want to say. Um, he, but he, he was really good today. Um, as well really good today again yeah I think you're right but it's just a little up and down um so yeah the the shooting is again like what what I kind of keep an eye on um with them but I mean just going through some of their like lineup numbers like it's it seems like whatever they want to put out there um with Mobley Allen Levert and Mitchell like pretty much every lineup is is working um Okoro might be sort of the the odd man out at this point how he's going to factor in because he is a really solid piece defensively. Um, but offensively, like you can't really play with the two bigs just because he doesn't give you enough shooting. Um, and like Mobley and like, I mean, Allen just doesn't give you anything stretch big wise. Um, Mobley yeah. is like working on it a little bit. Mobley can like, shoot the, the two, enough. not really the three. Yeah. So like, that's why, like, I think I'll be curious moving forward to see how Coral kind of fits in, how they're able to kind of utilize him a little bit better. Um, and like, maybe it goes to them going small, but like, I, I really don't see like, you know, when you have so much size on that team, like against some of these guys in the East, that's kind of what you're going to have to rely on. So um, yeah, Coral kind of might be like the, the odd man out for me in all of this um but everybody else i mean like it's just only positives right you haven't lost a game since opening night um and then well, that was really you know largely due to garland going down immediately too so um just yeah the, this team is going to be dangerous uh they needed a, a proper creator in the half court and they have that now um and like you said yeah it makes garland's job a lot easier it makes little Hurts' job a lot easier um, and it makes those those shooters' jobs a lot easier. So um, I like what I'm seeing from them. Um, but yeah, the the big game I think for them is to see how they fare against Milwaukee. And I think you're saying that's next Wednesday. It is yeah, um, it's on the 15th. So, yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. But I mean, you know, two wins against Boston, and I mean, that Boston defense been looking pretty pretty good this year. So um, that is a big big statement for them for sure. Um, and it kind of shows that, yeah, like if you can kind of figure it out in the half court against Boston, I think you're going to be okay against most teams. Yeah. Um, and you know, Mobley's added a couple of things. He had a really nice, like 
in the first game, I, I watched a lot of that, that first Raptors game on opening night where um, that was, it came down on the wire. Uh, Mitchell, Mitchell had a couple shots at the end, but it wasn't enough. I think the Raptors went on like a 13-2 run to close. But um, Mobley's doing stuff where like in the fast break, he could get the ball and do like a spin, drop step, like just stuff that he's added that you really didn't see last year. He's, he's still so good like a, as a positional defender, just is able to stay vertical. Um, knows exactly what to do with his hands to contest. And another guy that, that has really helped him early on is Dean Wade, um, who yeah. has just become someone who's solid at everything. He's a good shooter, and it's it's kind of been the answer to the problem that they've had um, with uh, the, the Okoro question, where we said in our preview pod that like he would get a, he was going to shoot like more threes than anybody because they would just leave him open. All the, the other teams would leave him open, but he hasn't been playing that much because they have, they have Levert. Um, and they also have Dean Wade and Levert's sort of someone that you would probably want coming off the bench ideally. Um, and then potentially to close if you're trying yeah. to get Mitchell and Garland going um, orchestrating things. Yeah. Their closing anyone... lineups actually, they have a lot of options. So I think. Yeah, if it, I mean, if anyone's a ball stopper on this team, it's probably Levert. But like, it's 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 a good problem to have because he's such a good scorer. Um, and he had he had something he had like forty five in that that first Celtics game where they won an OT. Um, but I mean, you got you got they're one of the better rebounding teams in the league. Um, great defense, solid offense. I mean, if they can if they can maintain a top ten offense, they're going to be. I mean, they're going to be top three seed in the East, no doubt. We both we both yeah. Have that's top three. Oh, yeah, um, yeah that, that that Milwaukee game will be interesting. Uh, they still don't have Middleton. Bucks don't. And uh, the fact – I mean, the fact that Kevin Love is still contributing to this team in a big way, to, like yeah. thinking about like where he was like two years ago with just like where he would like get the inbounds pass and just roll it like just like yeah. kind of intentionally throw it to where it was hard to catch like you would have thought he'd be off the team at least a year ago if not two years ago but he's he's yeah. back to I mean really last year we talked about this too he was great last year and he's he's kind of continued that they've he's found a role where he's sort of it's kind of like what he was doing with LeBron in Cleveland where he's stretching the floor but he's he's defensive rebounding as well and um not a not a terrible defender I think he's improved in that regard no since I mean when you have the team around them too like it definitely yeah I mean like you don't you don't have to cover that much um Mm -hmm. and their their big rotation held up really well against Boston um and I mean Milwaukee's a different animal in that regard so I think that's going to be something to watch for just sort of how they can how they can contain Giannis um but yeah this is a team where I, I mean I think like I mean I don't see them beating Milwaukee in the playoffs. I probably but everybody don't see else. Them. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I was know, thinking man. about this. I, I mean, would you take them over yeah. Philly right now? Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you take them Miami. over Boston? I don't know. I definitely take them over Miami. I'm, I'm, I have yeah. some concerns about Miami that we can get into later, but um, I think Boston's the only other team that I'd be kind of worried about. But yeah, um, Toronto is kind of a weird matchup for them just because of the small ball versus big ball thing. But I think. But, I think Toronto like is gonna struggle. Like Toronto also kind of relies on that physicality and yeah, yeah Toronto's like is not you can someone help. who's yeah. like half court offense has been pretty bad most no. years and like, like yeah. I think, think it'll be a close series just because like Toronto can get hot and like will like be able to you know Cleveland's gonna have bad shooting nights but like it's overall yeah. like I trust that Cleveland half court offense anyway. 
Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, the Boston one is probably. I don't know if if you see if you see those two teams matching up in the second round, it could probably go either way. But um, and that's just sort of a question of like, is Mobley ready yet? And um, yeah, it's going to be like Tatum versus Mitchell, whatever. Like, uh, yeah, who who takes it? Um, well, yeah, I mean Mitchell in the playoffs. Like, what kind of you know playoff performance is he going to put up? Because he's he's had sort of the the highest of highs and like the lowest of lows. So <laughs> I don't know. He's I mean yeah he's been he, the bubble he was great he was last year was not not good i think i think the year well he had a couple uh, games last year where he, he was good you know he, even against the clippers i think game one and game two he hit some big shots down the stretch right well so, I, I you're talking about 21 playoffs which yes he was good in that series he got hurt in the second round um yes but previously yes like he was really good in his rookie year against the thunder um and then the next round they played the rockets i think lost in five or four but that was that that was like the best Rockets team. So yeah. Um yeah, I, I I'm I'm interested to see. They're still a young team. Uh Bickerstaff has proven to be, you know, a coach who can deal with a lot of hardship. They they still don't have Rubio, although with Mitchell and um Garland now, I'm not sure how much of a factor that is unless one of them goes down. Um yeah, I think yeah. that'd be all right. But and it, it, you look yeah, like they I mean, traded for Mitchell besides Markkanen. It's really not like Markkanen's been balling out in Utah. And, um, but I don't think he was going to do that if he had stayed in Cleveland. Yeah, he just just to get a guy, like, so. just to be able to hop on the, the sort of jazz clearing of assets. They haven't really cleared everybody yet, but um, it was a, was a good move. So I think, I mean, unless you have anything more on the Cavs. No, I just, like, again, really like what I'm seeing. Um, it feels like they're – the team that we expected them to be in a lot of ways because um, we both have them top three in the East and they're kind of showing why, you know, we were so high on them um, for the yeah. season. Uh, okay. So now to the league's last unbeaten team, uh, stay in the central division. This is the nine and bucks. They have been without Middleton this entire year. Um, a big thing to watch for early is that they've sort of changed their defensive scheme a little bit where, I mean, ever since, you know, I'd say 20, 2019, they've sort of been the, t- the the squad that's, I mean, for the last four, you know, 2019 playoffs, 2020 playoffs, 21 playoffs, 22 playoffs. They've been the heart, the, the rub on them is that, you know, they're going to let your bad shooters take threes. They're going to let you take threes. They want to limit you getting the free throw line and getting layups, where, which are, you know, the two most efficient ways to score if you go by points yeah. per shot attempt. Um, there's early returns on this have been good um, in terms of the limiting the opponent's threes. I feel like it's kind of, if you think about this, it's kind of hard to understand how they're doing both. If they're, they're still <laughs> able to lock down the paint with, with broken uh, Giannis. And then, yeah. If um, so, I, I just wanted to give the numbers for context, like last right. season. Um, so like, Cleaning glass basically tells you where like the shots are coming from, right? And I think NBA.com has the same tracking. You can tell where the shots are coming from. Milwaukee last year allowed 41.8% of like their opponent's shots to be threes, which was second last in the entire league. This year, that's down to 33.3%, which is top 10. Um, but at the same time, like you're saying, like their rim protection has still been very good because last year, they were fifth, uh, they were allowing the fifth lowest shots at the rim, 
this year, they're also aligned with fifth lowest shots at the rim. So. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're able to do both, you're going to be a great team. Um, and they have, I mean, my, my answer to this is that they've been, they've been able to have holiday and Javon Carter has been really playing a lot of minutes in Middleton's absence and they're just so good at like switching and getting through screens and sort of fighting and, you know, doing the, doing the cross switching, doing the jump switching, all this, all this like kind of complicated stuff that we see teams do. They are some of the best at this. Um, it's similar to what we saw with Caruso and Lonzo um, Chicago last season early when both when both were healthy um those two have been great defensively um lopez who missed i think all but like 10 games of the regular season last year has That's been so so huge for them just the timing of it's similar to mobley where he's he's always vertical and, um can lock down the paint just as good as good as about anyone uh with with Giannis, of course being you know someone who could be just the best defender in the league if you if you want to rank people, but uh, the defense has been the story with them. They have the best defense in the league. Um, Giannis, just the the little improvement stuff that we sort of look look for him to get every season. Um, I think this year it's been the handle and his pull up too. He's been a little more willing to take it. The threes were something that sort of started coming last year. We'll see how that continues the pull yeah. threes where he's sort of more confident uh, yeah i think the handle was the one that really really jumped out to me a couple games that i watched like immediately yeah. it just feels like okay like he's more comfortable when he's running in transition it feels a little less out of control like it's just he seems to be like finding himself even more like if that's even possible for him yeah um, if you want to build the but, wall he could now go around it um yes, as well as through yeah. it so yeah he's looking he's got his head up a little bit more, more so i think the yeah, the playmaking is going to be a lot better in the playoffs. So if you're selling out to stop him, I don't know if it's going to work as well this year as it has in the past. No. And they've, I mean, Giannis didn't play last night. They beat OKC on the second night of back-to-back. Uh, and Portis had like 21 rebounds or something like that. So they've just got, they've got bodies to throw at you. Um, yeah. Once they get Middleton back, I mean, I don't think there's an argument for the best another team that's better than them. Um, yeah, and there really isn't right now either until they lose. <laughs> so we'll see when that <laughs> if happens. If they lose, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they they play the Hawks tomorrow um, on the road. After that, after that, it's the Thunder and Spurs, and then the Hawks to start off next week on Monday. So their schedule just get their schedule gets a little harder after that. After that uh, Spurs game on Friday, they play uh, Blazers, 76ers, Cavs a couple times, Bucks, uh, uh, sorry, Knicks. So they play some solid teams, but um, they're playing with confidence right now. It's it's sort of – I think they're, they're – they think they're the best team and they want to prove that – And they should. And they yeah, should. you know, last year was – they weren't healthy and they still got that Celtics series seven in – in a series that had so many moments that it could have gone one way or the other. So, um, yeah, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I picked in the win the title. You had, I had them in the, finals. in the finals. So, they're looking yep. good there. Um, 
early return wise. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about this team because there's not enough, there's not a lot of new contributors. I think Carter's been, Carter's been better than he was last year early. And yeah, um, but it's, it's familiar faces just getting their guys back. And when it'll happen, it's going to be even more of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I love lineup numbers and the holiday, Javon Carter, Grayson Allen, uh, Giannis and Brooke Lopez, uh, like group of five has been, a plus 35.9. Uh, their defensive rating is 84.6, which is uh, probably good for, like, that, that's it's a ridiculously low, uh, low number. I think the league leaders for defensive rating right now are probably... Wait, you said 84.6? 84.6. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I don't know if I can find a lineup that would have a better rating than that defensively. <laughs> um, I will have to, yeah, I'll check I'll around for that. For it, but honestly. I mean, yeah, that, that's honestly as good as it, it can get. So, yeah, I mean, they're that's if they're able to, to limit the threes while limiting the paint, I don't know how you beat this team. Uh, yeah, you got to be. I mean, that's going to be like in a playoff setting. That's either Kawhi doing Jordan impression from two point from fadeaways. And so that's the only. Don't think like, there's anybody in the East who could do that. So, I mean, so, like, look, Golden State is going to be dangerous because any team with Steph is still dangerous. And, like, you know, Milwaukee, I think, is still susceptible to that. But, like, yeah, like, like you're saying, like, there's no team in the East that is going to be able to, like, you know, outplay Milwaukee now. I think in any like scope, because if you try and run with them, you're just going to lose. If you try and slow it down, like if, if Boston kind of tries to do it the same way as they did last year, I mean, like, it's just a different series with Middleton. Right. You yeah. You have the best player in the conference and you have the yeah. best player in the league. So you're going to be favored against anybody. If it yeah. No, I'm terrified of this team right now. Like if I'm anybody else in the East, I'm terrified. So. Okay. So there you go. Those are your top two teams. Um, most impressive two teams that, since the season started. Uh, we're going to move to sort of uh, we're going to talk about two teams that haven't been impressed, impressive and then we're going to end, I think, with two more that have been. So uh, the Heat, um, they are three and six right now, or four and six rather, but they played um, you know, a decently easy schedule. Uh, they lost some bad games. <laughs> yeah, they, I think they lost the Kings. Uh, they did lose to the Kings once. They um, beat the Warriors once, and they lost the second, the other game that they played. Yeah, they lost to the Chicago opening night, um, and they lost to Toronto, and they lost to the Pacers most recently. Yeah, um, you know, I it's to me the headline is that they're struggling to replace Tucker and. Outside of him, when you look, like, as far as, like, big wings go in the modern NBA, which has been the archetype, they really don't have many of those guys. Uh, they have yeah. Cable Martin and I mean, Butler, and that's about it. Struce is really tight. Struce is big. Struce is yeah. big, but he's not, like – like sh- He's a shooter. He's, like, a, he's, he's like coming yeah. off screens, and defensively, he's, he's solid. He's not great. Um, yeah. Robinson has just, I mean, fallen off the face of the earth. Struce is completely <laughs> – Taking that role for him. Oh, man. I see Robinson year. getting some minutes. Yeah, man. I know, but it's, it's not great minutes. For what he paid, what, what they paid him, it's just, 
Oh, I mean, yeah. you were hoping that Martin would be would become better this year. The early returns on Tyler Hero defensively haven't been great. Um, to me, Lowry is like the big glaring thing here. He just looks like he can, outside of Clay Thompson, he hasn't really really been able to get past anybody off the dribble. Um, yeah. Still a good shooter, but. I mean, he looks – the age is really starting to show. And um, yep. it just feel, it just feels like they have to work so hard for everything now. Whereas yeah. these other teams, like the Cavs, are just getting, like, easy bucket after easy bucket. Miami's having to go zone and just, like, really grind these games to a halt defensively to be able I mean, to win. Hell, they, to beat Sacramento the second time, they needed a, a hero insane game winner. So, like, it's not – Yeah, and he traveled. Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> league, the league went back on it and said he traveled because he did. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. about as bad to start. Yeah. This is your squad. They, they. Man, don't say that. Don't say that. This is, this is not my squad. This is, uh, this is like adopted. a fake. If there was a an version of that you had, then. <laughs> <laughs> for the last few years but like they've they've gone away from the mold like you're saying you know they don't have the they don't, have, wings. They don't have the crowder they, and they don't have tucker they don't have crowder they don't have even like a Iguodala, like a solomon hill like they, they lost all that wing depth that they had it's yeah. been going away going away the last few years and yeah again you're banking on duncan robinson becoming like you know the greatest three-point shooter i guess outside of like Stephen clay and that didn't happen um, and he hasn't really improved anywhere else. So, you know, it just doesn't work. Um, Hero, to his credit, I mean, he's been awesome offensively, but it just doesn't work. I mean, Hero's the one that's keeping um, them in these games and, and yeah, winning some of them. And Old Depot's, I mean, yep. he's injured again. I don't know when we're going to see him. He, God, he's no, just, no. I mean, his career could be, could be I over. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to sound like yeah. an emergency here, but I mean, like no, what is with that guy? Like, I don't know I, what's up like, with him, man. Yeah, he's fragile. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to go in that same boat with like Kawhi. Like, <laughs> of the two teams that made it deep in the playoffs that have been bad to start, the Heat and the Warriors. I think this one is much more concerning than you. Like, um, what are the, there's not really avenues for them to get better that aren't trades. I, I don't Ooh. know that like. Who's going to develop That's that they have that they haven't already, like, unless you're a no, Gabe Vincent pers- person. Uh, the answer is, like, Gabe a big Vincent wing. and truth. Like, based on the Warriors, <laughs> you sort of had Kaminga and you have Moody. Uh, Wiseman's been really, 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 really bad. But, oh, I mean, um, yeah. You're hoping that Clay can ramp up. They just won the The title. Warriors, like, have the template in place. Yeah, there's reasons. Yeah. There's reasons like, yeah okay, Clay's in a little bit of a slump. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the team. I mean, like, I, I just don't know where the optimism comes from. There's not a, like, easy wins in the East anymore. You can't really just, like, go beat the Knicks and, no. yeah. like, kind of sleepwalk. I mean, even game. Orlando and Detroit. I mean. And like yeah, yeah they have you, talent. They have, like, right, if so, you if you sleepwalk yeah. into into Orlando, Paulo's gonna have thirty five on you. And um, yeah, you know Orlando can Orlando uh, Detroit can move the ball. And, uh, the Wizards, you know, Beal can get hot. Like it's not there's no guarantees. Um, yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I don't see them as a top. You wanted to talk about the Wolves. 
uh, that was your biggest request. So dive in. <laughs> dive in. Um, well, uh, it's pretty much everything that you've been seeing. Uh, the fit just hasn't really worked so far with Gobert and Town, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, they're not getting what they need offensively, and the defense uh, hasn't really been earth-shattering either. Uh, I believe, because right now in terms of their ratings, their defense is uh, sixth, which is like solid, but they needed that to be like a top of the league um, defense, I think, to make up for some of the offensive deficiencies that they would have had. Um, Ant hasn't looked uh, quite as good as I think we were hoping for um, at times throughout the season. Um, and like when you combine that, like you're just kind of getting an inconsistent team that is, you know, having like the results show it, right? They've been losing games to, I think they lost to OKC early in the season. Um, both games against OKC have been really close. Uh, they really struggled against, uh, I want to say, the Spurs as well. They beat the, I think the Spurs beat them twice. The Spurs may have beat them twice too. Uh, no, okay, they got, they split with the the Spurs. No, the Spurs have beaten them twice, and they've uh, beaten the Spurs once. So, like, oh, yeah, they've that, beaten Spurs three times already? Three times already, yeah. Wow. Okay. Schedule was weird. I remember their schedule but, was yeah, I mean, really, really easy to start. It should have been. I mean, th- this team really should be, um, like, the only game that was a realistic loss for them early on were the Suns and then the Bucks. Um, outside of that, like they've been playing sort of the teams that we expected to be bottom of the West. Um, they lost to Utah, but like, okay, you know, Utah's surprised a lot of teams this year. Um, so fair enough on that. But, you know, outside of that game, like it really feels like they should have a lot more wins right now. Um, but yeah, it's been a struggle all around Their Their main starting lineup has been, uh, really just not been able to really figure things out. Um, they're negative 10 and a half right now, I think in terms of their net rating, um, 10.7. And that, I mean, lineup is, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And and considering that they didn't have a ton of depth to kind of fall back on anyway, um, you traded most of your depth to get Gobert. Um, You really needed that starting lineup to just be killing it. And like the offensive numbers are just terrible. Um, They're turning the ball over a lot. They can't score uh, in the half court. They can't really score like anywhere. Um, They're scoring at 96.8 points per 100 possessions, which again, really, really bad. Um, So yeah, like the defense is kind of keeping them afloat in some of these games. But I mean, you look at some of the scores too, and like they're just getting, you know, blitzed by by some of these, you know, bottom teams that we expected to be bottom feeders in the West. And so I don't know what the solution is right now for them. I don't know if it just comes down to staggering the Gobert and Cat minutes. They have to. They they look to... so bad when they're out there together. It's it's like, well, like really... I, I just don't know what the Gobert only minutes look like. You know, like that. That's what I'm still worried about. It where like okay, you got this guy, and now like you kind of put him into a situation where like I don't know who he's yeah. going to play well with. Right. Um, they don't have a ton of options in terms of, like guards that they can kind of mix and match with him. Um. So that's kind of where I worry about, like, okay, you, you stagger them a little bit, but, like, again, you don't have the lineup versatility that you had last year. Um, you know, even with uh, – they brought in Kyle Anderson, but, like, you know, he's not been – you know, he's not a, a game changer like that. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just tough to see what sort of options they they come up with because I mean, like you're looking at some of those backup guards, like you're talking about Bryn Forbes, Austin Rivers, like these are guys that should be playing like backup backup minutes. Like you know, they they should be coming in and like they should not have to create. Right. Yeah. They, they should not be playing significantly. Well, Delo has uh, been really bad. Um, and yeah, and so then, I think you would. I mean, I think you would hope that if you had a Gobert only lineup, that he would be running pick and roll with Gobert for a lot of that. And he's been right. so bad. But then he has to be great with that. So. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they could trust him to to, to be effective to yeah. be that effective. Yeah. Um, and Edwards is kind of he's not making the leap that 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 we might have thought he was going to. Um, uh, that he needed to in order numbers for the team to work. Yeah, his yeah. numbers are down. Cat, I mean, hasn't I think Cat's probably been the most impressive um, of their of the team so far. Um, yeah, which isn't saying a whole lot either. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like you're not getting like the. It's not. It's not working like Demarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, like with the, with the no. spin towers. Like it, it's very clunky <laughs> offensively. Um, it, it's weird to just like see them on defense, even though the defense has been good. It's just weird to see like cats sort of like chasing people off screens and stuff. Well, yeah, Bears kind of parked near the lane. Um, <laughs> and then offensively, it's like, what do you do? It's like almost a Ben Simmons situation with Gobert, where a lot of the time he's just going to be hanging out in the dunker spot. And you don't yeah. want to have Cat just chilling in the corner while Gobert's running pick and roll too. So I think the answer is to stagger them, at least try it. I mean, the early returns with them yeah. together have been so bad. I think you either got to stagger them or you got to come up with something creative for like Gobert to do offensively. But I really don't know what that comes like, what that would come down to. Because yeah, like the traditional like just pick and rolls and stuff like it's just not. He's not going to command enough respect, I think, to be able to to run that. And I mean, Delo doesn't command enough respect, I think, to be able to run that consistently. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if like the answer is just they go out and try and find like a better point guard. Um, but like I, I just don't think that's feasible either because you've already lost most of your trade assets, you know, this summer trading for Gobert. And yeah, so I, yeah. um, I think you're kind of locked in from that standpoint. And so yeah, you just gotta figure out a way to get this this offense to work because um yeah i don't know i, I want to say stagger the minutes but like I, I just don't have too much optimism for that either you know because i really feel like the the go bear minutes are going to be a struggle and it's going to be like okay like just play good enough defense to like limit the loss yeah you know, edwards and Dilo would have to be time. so good to do that and yeah like to, to be able to adjust like the different styles that you have to to play with either one, either one of the yeah. things. Um, I don't know. I don't think they, I mean, we, like, I think we thought this was going to be a good regular season team. I thought it'd be a great regular season team. Adam yeah. fourth. You had him first, I believe. Adam yeah. first. Oh, yeah. I love um, this team. No, they got to, yeah, they got to ramp it up. <laughs> the depth, the depth stuff is starting to show a little bit. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I like their coach. I think Finch is pretty good. I just don't know. Yeah, I think it's a hard problem to solve the the the, yeah. the, the offense thing. I, I I really do. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't really know. Besides the stagger, but sort of, of. Yeah, I mean, you think back to the Utah teams that Gobert was on, and like, okay, you had like basically four guys that could be on the perimeter around him right and all four of the guys were comfortable catching and shooting uh, catching and like taking someone off the dribble like there is Mm -hmm. 
so much more lineup versatility. I feel like even for Utah, at least offensively, like, okay, sure. The defense wasn't, you know, working, but I, I think Minnesota is now kind of stuck in this opposite problem. Like offensively, like they either need D'Lo and Ant to really start clicking um which you know again it's early enough in the season they're still five and five so like we're kind of talking about it like they're really in the dumps but like they're okay um but they just need those guys to at least one of those two to really figure it out um and then yeah the, the cat stuff that you kind of touched on with like him having to chase people around screens i mean cam johnson was making them pay uh, i think that was like the clip that really circulated a couple times where cp3 basically called for the same um, same play twice in a row. And like Cam Johnson basically ran like a little flare screen and just comes up um, and like hits a three because cats just can't get out to him. Right. That's not what he's, I don't think he's ever had to do that really. Um, so that's going to bite them big in the playoffs. Like for, in terms of playoff implications, if you want to talk about that, like that is a huge hole. Like Minnesota has so many holes. I feel like going into the playoffs um, that are going to be exploited. So I worry about them. I'm a little worried about them. So, yeah, I, 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 I mean, it doesn't look good. The offense, the offense yeah. is, is gross. I honestly, like you, they, they should have a top 10 offense, with the talent they have. Um, okay. We have, so that those are two teams that we have not liked what we've seen. And now we're going to uh, end with, two more in the West that we have liked. Uh, start with the Blazers. Um, no one is afraid on this team. Um, yeah. No one's afraid to shoot. You've got Dame, who looks every bit of his old self. He played really good. In the, I think they've played Phoenix three times now or twice. Yeah, three times. One of the games, one of the games you had 40, 40 or something, and they won. Um, yeah. The most recent. Well, then he didn't won. even play the second, I think. The, mo- the one, like, the other night, it was the Jeremy Grant buzzer beater thing. Um, well, no, I mean, yes, but then we beat them after that. Then they beat him by 20. The Suns beat him by 20 the next night. Yeah. But the first game, the first time they played, Dane had, like, 40, and they won by two. And then they beat the Lakers. Yeah. They beat yeah. the Lakers. That one won an OT. Yep. Yeah. Um, the I watched the Nuggets game where they won by, like, 25, and Simons had, like, 25. Yeah, 20 I was watching that one. Insane um, third quarter. Yeah, Winslow <laughs> is is able to play the five, uh, small ball. Yeah, and He's their useful. defense. Yeah, their defense has been a lot better. That was always the question with this this Dame era team. Um, mm-hmm. They've sort of never had that wing, that big wing that that Grant is that can just kind of get you a, like a bucket when you need it, sort of go through contract, go through contact and get a layup. Um, that's sort of how they won that. Uh, I think that's how they won that first Phoenix game. Um, and yeah. that was big for them. That was big for them. Their opener against the Kings too. I think he did something like that, but uh, Simons is, Simons is pulling. Dame is pulling. Josh Hart is not afraid. He does a lot of good things. And. Um, Shaden Sharp even. Yeah, Sharp is fun. He's just fearless and um, fast, and just a just a good piece to have in a rookie. And yeah. I mean, their defense was really, really good in the early season until they played Miami. Miami kind of tore them up, and um, the Suns did a little bit yesterday too when they were missing pretty much everybody. But um, yeah, defense has been there. I mean, there were a lot of questions of Phillips as for Phillips as a coach last year. This 
I mean, I think this is probably the most surprising team factoring every factoring in everything that we yeah. have right now. I mean, I have a 10th. Um, I don't even, I, I didn't, I think I had them 11th behind. Yeah. Them. Like we were low on this team, uh, thinking their defense just wouldn't hold up and it's been pretty good. Um, they've, you know, they're, I mean, they're like, if I see that, if I see them on like the list of games, like I'm tuning in, like it's, it's yeah. a lot of like, it's good shooting. They've got a lot of players um, who could do highlight plays and they're, I mean, late time slot is always fun too. So um, yeah. I like watching them. Yeah. Really fun team. Um, that, that's our lead pass team, I think for, for this year so far. Um, but yeah, I think the main thing, I mean, is like the, getting Grant and being able to get such huge performances from like some of these other guards around Dane um, has just been, been so huge for them because their offense is like, honestly, probably it's one of the most fun to watch in the league right now. I think um, they move the ball really well. They got, again, so many guys that can just kind of take you off a dribble too. Um, Grant had like pretty much that entire what year two years in Detroit to kind of like, just build up his yeah. own sort of um, game in terms of like just one-on-one um, being able to score in the half court. And so like when you have that confined, uh, combined with like how good Simons has been um, and then, yeah, you got Dame on top of all that. Like it's, this is a scary, scary team. I did want to shout out to Drew Eubanks too, because I feel like their like big rotation has been pretty solid. Uh, I think we kind of know what we're getting out of Nurkic um, at this point. Like Nurkic is just kind of a stable presence for that team um i think he's been sort of underrated in like how much he's held that team together um in some of the the past few years especially through some of their playoff runs um but i think that like eubanks coming in like they have a solid kind of big man rotation where they can trust you know like they can trust eubanks to play minutes and not like be worried about giving up leads um and kind of leaking points um so that's been really big I think for them, but yeah, there's not too much else with this team. I'm glad that, that Winslow finally has a place where he is uh, appreciated and is useful. Um, that's been kind of fun to watch. And yeah, this team like seriously is just so fun. And they will like I mean, Phoenix found out the hard way a couple times. Like they can't take them lightly at all. Yeah, I mean, in terms of matchups, I, I don't, I, I'm not, like, I don't think they would beat most of these top-tier teams in the West. Like, I'd take, I mean, I'd take Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers over them. I would take Blazers over them. Probably, probably Suns, probably Pelicans, Wolves, I don't know, Mavs, I don't know, but um I think like I think the like the wing the lack of like that true wing defender as good as Grant is they don't like he's not really that guy um, and I think that's yeah. gonna come back to haunt them in the playoffs and maybe maybe the defense will probably get exposed too but a nice oh Grant was that guy in Denver he was in the bubble yeah, yeah. for that one series but yeah <laughs> I I think that was more of a Clippers implosion. I don't know. That's I, fair. That's I, I think fair. the defense is gonna like like be exposed in the playoffs a little bit. Um, but night to night, they're they're you know they're flying around. They're shooting threes with confidence. 
score on you quickly. It's a fun team. Yep, really good regular season team. Um, and, yeah, I don't think they're worried about the playoffs just yet. But um, they, This should be a strong contender for the play-in, especially with how the West has been sort of up and down so far. Um, you know, some of the teams that we expected to be up top haven't really done their job so far. You could definitely sneak in, you know, sneak in on the play, play in, maybe even, you know, sneak in a six seed if uh, they get hot at the right time. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think – Especially avoiding injuries. Yeah, yeah, I don't think them finishing yeah. above the Mavs is, like, crazy. Like, I could totally see no. that happening. Um, yeah. And same with, you know, same with Clippers, potentially, if this Kawhi thing drags on. And yeah. Potentially the same thing with uh, the Wolves if they don't if they don't figure this out. So, you know, there's yeah. there's opportunity to be had. Um, okay. The Jazz have also been very surprising. Um they might be the most surprising, actually, because they are. I think they got to be, yeah. Yeah, they're seven and three. They've beaten a lot of good teams. Um, they have Markinen is averaging like twenty five or like twenty twenty four nine and three or something. Something um, like that, yeah. Like like solid solid numbers. Um, mm-hmm. Clarkson has been really good um defensively as well it's like it's like pretty much everyone in their rotation is having like the best defensive season of their career they beat the fully healthy pelicans and ot um they rocked the nuggets on opening night beat the wolves beat the grizzlies twice twice um and then put put up 130 on the lakers who are haven't been impressive at all, but have still yeah. still a really good defensive team, um, yep. at least in theory. So, I mean, I don't know. They they're really Hardy is a really good coach, evidently. Um, why is this? Ha- why are they trying to win games? I don't know. Are they going to move the vets? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a weird. Like, I don't really yeah. understand it. Um, it's not like they're really ha- it's not like they're really relying on the young guys. Like Sexton is someone who I thought would be the most approved player this year just because of all the opportunity he's gonna have once they traded these he guys. Hasn't gone, yeah. He hasn't been the catalyst has been Clarkson and Markinen. Markinen. Yeah. Really Markinen. I mean Markinen's been amazing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think we gotta give a huge shout out to him because he, he's just been so so good this year for like in a role that I don't think either of us really expected him to be able to to pull off you know i think we both kind of thought like oh it's kind of like a nice you know okay piece to throw in um you know a little bit sad that cleveland let him go but like cleveland was never going to be able to let him get this sort of freedom that he's getting with utah and I mean, he's making the absolute most of it at the moment um and yeah I mean, if, if this is legit like I, again like I, yeah i just don't know how to talk about this team because it feels like they're gonna be blown up pretty soon, you would think, because it really doesn't make sense for them to go for you know even a, like even if they get a playoff spot. Like I, I don't really love this team in the playoffs. I wouldn't think. Yeah, no, um, no, they don't have star power. They, they like they yeah. They would, they're a first round exit if they make it, but it's mm-hmm. like people think they're a Westbrook team, but Westbrook with the Westbrook no. bench thing that we've seen, it's kind of like the Lakers might want to keep them almost. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I still do think they are the most obvious Westbrook team, but 
Um, but like, I don't know if they want to blow it up to get Westbrook because, like, yeah, I think Westbrook would kind of thrive in this team somehow. <laughs> like, he's got the shooters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how the defense would look with him, but but again, like, I mean, we didn't expect Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley to be able to play defense like they are this year. So, like, no, I, I thought Mike Conley was kind of done. <laughs> I honestly, I did not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. High, so. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah, this team has just been full of like just way outliers that should not be playing at the level that they are. Um, but uh, how long can they keep it going? You think Kelly Olenek even? Like, we didn't even mention him. Olenek had the game winner against the Pelicans. Big nights. Big um, nights. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think it's sustainable as long as they don't trade anyone. I like they're they're they seem really well prepared for a lot of these games. Um, yeah, but the trade could just they, like that could happen at any time. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't really see like these teams have been disappointing so far. Like the Warriors probably aren't going to shake it up. The the Wolves aren't probably going to shake it up because they just they just made their massive move. Um, yeah. Lakers, sure, they're always lurking. Uh, Nets yeah. maybe if if the Kyrie situation goes really south we haven't Nets, talked about definitely. that thing at all but oh lord yeah um, Kyrie Kyrie <laughs> could be Kyrie could be done with basketball he, um, he could be sooner rather yeah. later so I don't know I don't see the Heat really wanting any of these guys uh, eh, maybe Clarkson Clarkson well, the Heat is interesting to me he could use Clarkson he could use marketing like he could use a lot of these guys he could use Sexton. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> I think things. I think things have to get worse for a lot of these teams for for these trades yeah. to happen with the Jazz like soon because they are playing well. But I mean, look, if November goes really bad for the Heat, I think they'll try and make a move before Christmas. I could see that happening. Right, Philly. Yeah, Philly maybe dump Tobias Harris. I don't know. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the He's a thirty million dollar man. Doesn't do much. Oh yeah, doesn't do anything. So, okay. yeah, I don't have Denver? a lot more. To say. How are we feeling about Denver? Are, are they in trade territory? I feel fine. I don't. I, th- I think. I think they're like they're figuring out the pieces. I, I'm yeah. okay with Denver. Like expected rust. Maybe not rust. I mean, Murray, Murray looked really good in their last game. Um, honestly, mm. but I. Like they they always I feel like they always their defense is always bad to start the year. <laughs> They'll clean it up. Yeah. yeah. They've got they've got bones will come on. They've got Bruce Brown to play with now. It's just mm-hmm. there's a lot of moving parts in that team. Yeah. Um, I think their defense will get better. Yep. They won four of their last five. So yeah. they're trending in the right direction for sure. Um, yeah, that's the only other team that I could think of in the in the West that really want to shake things up. I think Phoenix is sort of just riding or dying with whatever this version of the team is. Um, and then yeah. Da- Dallas. Uh, yeah, I just don't see uh, Dallas like, training, especially with Utah. I just don't see who they want. So they seem pretty set with like, who they have as well. And that team is kind of however far Luke is going to take them. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. um, that's all we got on Pelicans. Teams. Pelicans. Pelicans are <laughs> exciting. Yeah, they are sometimes disappointing. Um, 
that Lakers game was really, really bad. Uh, that like the Matt, like just the defense that they played on the Matt Ryan special. Um, yeah. Where like there's like no one guarding the three point line. He leaks out. And, uh, I think Dyson Daniels missed two free throws right before that. I don't know why Dyson da- like I like Dyson Daniels. I don't know why he's playing. <laughs> you know, Twenty seconds left in the game. Um, eh, yeah, I mean their offense looked really has looked really good in a lot of these games. Yeah. Um, Trey Murphy has definitely been like the the, the number one thing so far. Um, and Ingram's been Ingram's been good. He's missed a couple of games, but it's been good. Zion's still a little lost defensively. I don't like that. Uh, expected though. Expected. But yeah, they beat the Mavs without you know it was just CJ. There's no. Uh, Zion, Bi yeah. or, or Herb Jones. Um, lost That's to the Hawks win. yesterday, huh? That's a good win. Yeah, yeah, no, like yeah. all these, all this stuff counts. Um, they destroyed the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, their offense is right where I thought it would be. The defense, you know, I wasn't expecting great things, but um, I would like to see a little bit more. There, Herb Jones, eh, eh, not 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 great, not great. Just really, uh oh. Yeah, he was he was not that jazz. I watched so the two games that I've watched the most of have been mm-hmm. the Jazz game where they lost by one, mm-hmm. and that that uh, the Lakers game where they lost. So I've only seen. I mean, the two games that I've seen the most of the ones that we've lost, um, but. Herb Jones kind of nowhere in that jazz game. I don't know. He's yes. I don't need to like I, I want him to be like a lockdown kind of kind of guy. Maybe that's maybe that's, oh, that's what we expected, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's too much to ask for what for what for like how people regard him. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's all I got. I don't know. They're staying the course. I'm not worried. Right. Yeah. I think that's all we had for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Watch well, Portland turn. games. Watch Utah games. I don't have to watch Utah. It's a big one. Cleveland and Milwaukee. Yes. That's one mark down Milwaukee. Soon. Yeah. That was the oh, yeah. clash. Okay. 